Today is Tuesday, November 13th, 2018. I'm your host, Diane Morgan of Angel Navigation, and I'm coming to you live from Texas. I'm a published author, a spiritual coach, an energy healer, as well as an angel intuitive, and I do many, many other things. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. And I'd like to open with a prayer for healing. Dear Father, Mother God, Creator, Universe, Great Spirit, Source of all that is. We pray for all those dealing with disasters. So many are in dangerous situations. So many have lost everything. We ask for your comfort, peace, and provisions in the midst of such devastating and overwhelming loss. We pray for protection and deliverance for all those in harm's way. We ask for your blessings, strength, energy, and protection for our first responders and emergency personnel who put themselves in harm's way for the safety of others. Please send us your angels so we may find strength, peace, comfort, and hope in the midst of such devastation, in the midst of such difficult and stressful times. We pray for healing of the masses, of our own free will, so be it. Amen. And we'd like to thank you for joining us here on International Angels Network where we discuss angels, of course, but also signs from spirit, fairies, the fairy realm, deceased loved ones, our divine creator, unicorns, dragons, energy healing, just all things spiritual, metaphysical, and mystical, what some call the woo-woo. And we love introducing spiritual entrepreneurs. And we're a live call-in show with several ways to call, so the last half of the show, we will be taking your calls, and you can give us a ring at one five one six four five three nine one six two, and get your pen or pencil and write that number down or put it in your cell phone because it's the same for all of our shows. That's one five one six four five three nine one six two. And if you're listening on Blog Talk, you can also Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll just see the Skype icon and while we are live on air on the Blog Talk website at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash International Angels Network. And we'd also like to invite you to go to Facebook and like our International Angels Network fan page where you can also listen to our shows while we're live on air. Just click the call button, and it will take you directly to the show. And you can also subscribe to our network on Blog Talk, 
You can listen on iTunes. You can listen to us on Alexa and Echo Amazon devices, your smart TVs, and we're on several platforms, Radio Public, uh, Podbean, Google Play Music, MyTuner Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Player FM, to name a few. Today's show, we're happy to announce, is brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And Audible offers over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So you can get your free audiobook downloaded and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, which in turn supports our online network. And for that, we are very grateful. And you can try it for 30 days, get your free book, and if you don't like it, cancel it, but keep your free book. So that's an awesome deal for you. I'd also like to tell you that tonight's show is sponsored by www.uniteinthelight.com. Unite in the Light is created by Susie Parrott and myself with the guidance from Archangel Michael, where we are offering online courses beginning in January 2019. And Susie and I have combined all of our teachings into a five-month course plus a bonus recap class. So join Susie, myself, and the angels and start the new year and change your life with the angels. And for more information, go to www.uniteinthelight.com. Tonight, I'm excited to have my beautiful friend, Giselle Jolly, returning with us. Giselle as many of us spent years in corporate America. However, she felt a profound need to find a more fulfilling life purpose. And she began to study uh, holistic modalities in 1992. And then she took all of these modalities and started combining them together in 2001 to create her unique healing style and practice. And her goals are to bring to each of her clients an ability to shift all areas of their life, being physical, emotional, spiritual, their relationships with themselves, and their relationships with others. And she brings awareness to the fact that each and every client is unique, therefore each of their approach to healing is individualized. And for those who are seeking integrative approaches that incorporate all aspects of their life, bringing balance to their mind, body, spirit, and relationships. And with her passion of learning and teaching, she wishes to bring to mankind an opportunity to expand and raise their awareness and therefore have a unique and wonderful opportunity to take back their power. Now, some of her background in integrative modalities cover the following. She's a certified lifeline practitioner, the lifeline technique, one, two, three, plan teacher, radiant heart teacher, Reiki master teacher, hypnosis certified. She also does uh, Chinese face reading, holistic iridology, which is reading the patterns and colors in the eyes. And also, she's a certified colon hydrotherapist and much more. So let's have her join us. Hi, Giselle. Good evening. How are you, Diane? I'm good. Welcome back, hon. 
Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be back. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you. I know you're busy, busy right now with some new ventures, and you've got a lot going on, which we'll talk about that in a bit. But, you know, the last time you were here, we discussed what's blocking us from manifesting. So tonight, we're exploring living through our emotions. And we all have our own thoughts on the subject. So holistically, will you explain that for us? Well, first of all, um, we all have a purpose when we're here. And that purpose exclusively is to grow and evolve. And the only way to do that is to embrace the emotions we experience in our everyday life. And that's all of them, whether it's joy, love, hate, fear. It's irrelevant. We're here to experience them all. Okay, so why do you say we're here to experience life through our emotions? What led you to do that? First of all, as a result of experiencing, whether it's pain, fear, or challenges, these are all going to be inevitable. The, The difference with that is suffering is optional. So if we look at emotions in a different kind of way as a compass on our journey of life, and if our compass is off track, then we know we have to change course and get back on track. Well, emotions, when they're the out-of-balance side, then it's just a way of saying, ooh, redirect that that, that compass back to the journey so we can continue that growth. So, so again, it's about mm-hmm. ex- exactly. So the suffering of the emotion is completely optional on how we look at that journey. So would you say are, uh, are emotions good or bad? I would say they're neither. Because, one, joy bouncing off the wall is no more in balance then fear kicking the chair or anger kicking the chair. It's about balance. So I can take anger and use it as a fuel to redirect something to make a change for something better because if I'm angry, I may have witnessed or experienced something that there's an injustice or an imbalance. And therefore, I can embrace that anger and say, you know what? I'm going to choose to do something with this. So it becomes a fuel. So anger or joy can be brought into balance. It's when we hold on to emotions for too long that they become out of balance. So it's not good or bad. It's allowing us to experience each and every emotion and to continue to move through them. If you take the word emotion, and you break it down, the first letter is E, and you can look at it as energy in motion. And that's what oh, they're meant to be. That. Yes. And, but we're in a society that teaches us you've got to manage anger. Well, if you're going to manage it, you're not processing it. You're not flowing through it. And if you grow up saying anger is not okay, it just builds and builds and builds. And we learn to become little 
you know, um, firecrackers or bigger than that, volcanoes that erupt in our anger. And those burn and hurt, and it includes the people around us. So it's not about management. It's about accept it, feel it, process it. And to do that, first you've got to own it. And only when you go through these different steps can you let them go. So it's about embracing each and every experience, whatever the emotion brings along. So emotions keep us in balance. When we're we're having them, then we're experiencing them, embracing them, and expressing them. So we're keeping ourselves in balance. Is that is that how you're explaining this? Well, it's more it's more like uh, they are reminding us to find our balance as we swim with them. Because uh, there can be, it can be very challenging, you know, very challenging, you know. So as a result, it's to relax, remember to breathe, because our emotions and our life experience, we can are reactive, and we become exactly. reactive, especially especially if we're stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. If we're stuck in the past, we are in constant perpetual reaction. And every time we come through a new experience, we're going to relate that to the past. And then we slingshot right, right. that into our future, which becomes mm-hmm. our present. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, and, it's, and, they're more like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, and there's so many people that even in relationships, they're always comparing their current to their past, their jobs, their mm-hmm. current to their past. Mm-hmm. And so then they wonder why they're getting more of the same. And, yeah, I, I can totally get that. I can totally get that. Energy and motion, I love that. So then why would or why do we want to choose to take responsibility for our lives? Well, if we're going to own the emotion that we're swimming in, we mm-hmm. tend to take responsibility for being a part of that experience. And when we take responsibility, we, we don't look for excuses. Well, why is this happening to me or this person that did that to me? Instead, we take a responsibility and look at it. Okay, so I'm experiencing this emotion, whether it's abandonment, whether it's hurt, whether... It's rejection. What am I going to do with it? What can I do with it? Instead of looking outward and pointing the finger as to who's responsible for doing this to me, I can point the finger within to myself and say, okay, so I've attracted this experience. And, you know, whether we believe that or not is irrelevant. It's just the way of life. Mm-hmm. And now I can choose to know how I want to react to this. I can choose to create a change. And it's only when we stop saying, I'm a victim. Only then can we create change in our lives. As long as we continue to look at ourselves as a victim, we can't change it. And we've all been to life experiences where we question why. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every one of us at one point or another have felt a victim of our life right. circumstances. Oh, but the change, 
Mm -hmm. happens Mm -hmm. when we choose to stop saying, I am no longer a victim. I can choose something different. I can choose to create that. And the only way we can create change in our life is by taking responsibility for ourselves. We can't take responsibility for other people in our life. I cannot take responsibility for my husband or my child. They can only do that for themselves. Right. And the right. only way I can teach them is to take responsibility for myself. And it's, it's not easy for all of us. It's why no. it's called the human experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and when you were talking about stop being the victim, it reminded me of something uh, Archangel Michael had told me years back when oh, someone made me upset. And I was just, I was so upset. And he said to me, nobody can make you feel any certain way unless you allow it. Very true. Very and true. That just popped in, so I know he wanted me to share that message tonight. Mm-hmm. That you know, if you really sit there and think about it, that you should never let anyone have that much control over you was the essence mm-hmm. of the whole thing. And that's exactly what it is. We want mm-hmm. to be in control, but in the, uh, when we are in a reactive mode, we are not in control. It's the people around us that are. Exactly, you know? exactly. And the beautiful thing about recognizing energies and emotions being energy and that they live within us, the energies of our yin and yang within us are the same thing. So they, they're, our brain is yin and yang, our second chakra is yin and yang, and if there's an imbalance within ourselves, whether it's with our yang or our yin, whether I need to tap into my yin to be nurturing or whether I t- need to tap into my yang to organize, it's irrelevant. They're both beautiful emotions. But if I have an issue within myself t- with one of those, I will attract somebody else on the outside that's going to show, that's going to come into my life and bring an experience to show me that. Right. And I can choose to go, oh, okay, I get it. You're showing me something I need to work on. Or I can choose to look at it as, oh, another experience or another victim or another something I don't want to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Take responsibility of yourself and your actions mm-hmm. and your emotions. Now, you know, this lifetime... I always say we all came in to learn patience and discernment. So in listening to you, and we were talking earlier, and you say judgment is prohibited. So could you go into a little bit of that for us and your thought process on why is judgment prohibited? Are you saying judgment against self? When we judge ourselves, we judge others. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, we have to not stop. When I have a client that's in my office, I will tell them, if I am non- not allowed to judge you, then you are not allowed to judge yourself. Or we don't know where the story is coming from. It can be our past. It can be our ancestors. It can be who knows where it's coming from. So why are we going to judge it? We just want to embrace it and create a change. And all judgments are from past programs, past regrets, and that's why they're so reactive. So when we judge someone, we're being triggered to something in our past. We bring that into the present moment, and whoa, and, and we judge. But the only way to be authentic to ourselves in the present moment is to be in a place of no judgment. 
Right. I know. When and the only working, way to be that is to love. True. It's just to love all things. And and um, earlier on in working and working my path and walking my journey and, and trying to learn discernment and something would happen and I'm too, okay, was that a judgment on my part or was that discernment? Because what I discovered is there was a really fine line there. Very much so. Perception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have a you can have five people witness a car accident and they will all give us different reports. Exactly. It's all a matter of perception. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a and it's whatever the and a judgment is a belief. And you know, right. I like to break down the word belief also. Okay, if you spell it out, it's B E L I E F, right? Right. And a belief is a program, and we're program we're completely programmed by the time we're twelve. Basically, by the time oh, we're yes. five, but we're you know by the time we're twelve, we're we're done. <laughs> we're programmed. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but a program is it becomes our belief system. And right. if you break down the word belief and you take the B-E out of it and the F out of it, you're left with three letters. And what is that? A it's lie. called lie. <laughs> I'm sitting here writing and going, that's a lie. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's how we really have to look at our beliefs, our program, what we've been taught. We love our mom and dad. We are where we are because of our life experiences. We can only teach what we know, so we can't judge our parents. They taught right. us, and, and, right. and the story goes on. Our right. job as an adult is to look within and look at the beliefs or programs and say, hey, does this serve me or not? Mm-hmm. Does this make me in a, in a, put me in a state of judgment? And when we judge, we're not in a state of love. Right. And that's what those these times are about. all about right now is – dropping our own belief systems and find what resonates with us and and coming to that state of love, returning Mm. to love. Mm. We we Mm. talked about that earlier. We certainly did. And there's only one way to get to love. We come from love. And the only way to get back to love is through forgiveness. And the great teachers that have come before us have taught us that. But Mm -hmm. we have to love ourselves first. We have to forgive ourselves first, and that's not an easy thing to do. But if we cannot do it authentically to ourselves, how can we expect to give love in return or receive it or to authentically forgive someone and get that back in return? Right, right, exactly. So you say that we we have meaning. We're here for a reason. Do you want to tie that into what we were just talking about? That beautiful collective consciousness, that part where we're all connected, which mm-hmm. is take us out of this physical form, that beautiful, the beautiful light beings that we are. We are all connected. We choose here to come and have an experience. And as we grow and evolve and transform, we bring back this knowledge. But first and foremost, before we bring back our experience and this knowledge and expand that collective consciousness, we have to, at the end before transformation, show the gifts we came here to bring. And there's no exception to the rule. I'm no more better or intuitive or anything than the next guy or girl. We all have a gift to bring to the table to raise the vibration of this beautiful earth and everybody that's on it and beyond that. And we have to do that. 
by looking for our gift. And the only way to do that is to find, to go within. And there is no exception to the rule. We all have a gift to bring to the table. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, as we were speaking earlier, that our only mission here really is to love and to return to that love, to go within and forgive self. And as you forgive self, you start forgiving others. And then you will find it easier to live through your emotions, wouldn't you say? Totally. When we forgive ourselves, it changes our beliefs. It changes our perception. As Mm -hmm. a result, when we go through the emotional experiences of interacting with other people, we become aware that our, they're, they're not aware of everything. They don't have all the facts. They will make their own perceptions. They will have their own beliefs. They have free will to choose what they want to make out of that experience. But at the end of the day, when you look in the mirror, if you're good with you and the God within and the universe and the creator of all that is, then it, it doesn't matter. We don't have to take things so personal. Right. And it makes flowing through our everyday life a little, you know, much easier because people out there are going to have their perceptions, you know. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel we can do to help ourselves with the consequences of living in our emotions? Well, whether we believe it or not, okay, we have the choice to choose. And when we take responsibility with the choice that we make and the consequences that that brings about, that's how we can help ourselves to stay aware. And the only emotion with no negative consequences ever is love. Mm-hmm. And a client said to me, well, how can that be? Because if I lose someone... And I said, you're grieving. That's not love. You're grieving. There's a difference. Right, exactly. You know, love Mm -hmm. is the only emotion with no negative consequences ever. We're not, we, we may come from being, you know, from perfection, from light. But with the human experiences and the programs, we've walked away from that. And we've got to navigate our way back. Mm hmm. I know um, several years back I read, I don't know if you've read it, Marianne Williamson's book, and it's called A Return to Love. Mm-hmm. And talking about how we, we came from love, we came from God's spark, we came from love, and we're here to love all things, and the journey is to return to love and sharing that with everyone and understanding that we're all one. Uh, there's a, I have this quote on my wall and uh, it's by Courtney Walsh and it reminds me of that. It goes, dear human, you've got it all wrong. You didn't come to master love. That is where you came from and where you'll return. You came here to learn personal love, universal love, messy love, sweaty love, crazy love, broken love, whole love. It's infused with divinity, lived through the grace of stumbling, demonstrated through the beauty of messing up often. You didn't come to be perfect. You already are. You came here to be gorgeously human, flawed and fabulous, 
and then rise into remembering. Okay, we're uh, unfortunately we're having a little bit of a technical. I didn't hear your last comment. I said, if someone ah, there you are, <laughs> if a client came to you and they felt that they did not have have a choice. Um. I'm going to go with the fact that, again, with every experience, whether we believe it or not, we have the choice of free will. We often fear owning our power. We fear speaking up. We fear what people will think. And as a result of that, we feel we don't have a choice. But with every single experience, there is a choice. But again, you remember that belief system? <laughs> it's very powerful, and so is fear. Fear is very, very powerful. Fear can paralyze Absolutely. People don't Absolutely. realize how strong, mm. you know, fear can affect yeah. them. Absolutely. You know, Jacques, Jacques Martel has um, a saying, he's a an international author in um, Canada, and he's written these amazing books. And one of the things he says is that there are six basic fears. We have the fear of death. We have the fear of poverty. We have the fear of criticism. We have the fear of sickness. We have the fear of aging. And we have the fear of losing someone's love. Those are the six basic fears. And, of course, with all of that, we fear being judged. So you think we're walking in fear? Unfortunately, (laughs) I would say there is two emotions that exist, love or fear. You can choose love. All the other emotions are practically a byproduct of fear. And it's amazing what we do when fear is one of the emotions that we don't want to deal with. It's very, very powerful. You know, there's a... There's an ac- there, the acronym for fear. I, I know there's another one out there, but I like to change it with F-E-A-R, false emotions appearing real. But these beliefs and programs, they're not in our heart. They're in our head. And as a result of that, um, they've become very, very, very powerful. Okay, we are having technical difficulties again. Hello? Hello? Hey, Giselle, it's Claudia, the show producer. We're bringing Diane right back. Just give us a second. That's fine. If you have anything that you want to promote or, like, have anything up upcoming you can talk about it right now it's the perfect time okay well let me do that then um one of the things that uh, 
that Diane mentioned earlier is uh, the new venues that I've been working with. So if you are ever in the area of uh, San Antonio and or if you're even local or in the density of the area, we have a metaphysical gathering that is now taking place uh, every month. You can find us on Facebook. It will give you the date. You can uh, tag on to the emails, and if, um, soon we're going to have the ability to tag on to texting, so you'll get an alert. And uh, this metaphysical venue is to bring people resources for whether you're looking for a gift for the upcoming holiday season, where whether you're looking for insight and answers or healing. It's got all kinds of vendors. It's got crafts. It's got um, all kinds of reading, uh, like astrology, tarot, and angelic. Uh, it's got all kinds of body workers. So there's a great variety that people can find these resources here in San Antonio. And it's, we're holding it at the Holiday Inn San Antonio International Airport. So grab us on um, Facebook or Instagram or email me, and I'll send you the particulars. Still here, Claudia? Oh, I'm still here. You, you can continue. I'm trying to bring Diane in. She's having connection okay. issues. Okay. So you're All right, saying, honey. So you're saying people are hearing me is what you're saying. Okay. Yes, everyone can hear you. You're live on air. All right. Well, that's All right. everyone. We'll keep on I'll bring chatting. her in. <laughs> just be just a minute. Okay, thank you. All right. All right. You're welcome. So anybody, one of the things that we mentioned uh, once Diane and I are finished talking is people will have the opportunity to call in. And one of the things that we're going to be bringing attention to since we're on the subject of emotions, all of us have um, pathways and organs that are more susceptible. And one of the things that we can do when people call in is to allow uh, ourselves the opportunity to see, okay, well, this is my birthday. What do I need to look at on an emotional level? Uh, for example, someone who has a, a birth signature with a lot of earth energy in it, I will tell them that they need to watch out for spleen, pancreas, and uh, stomach. So these are the opportunity to pay attention to so that everyone can call in and those who choose to find out a little bit more about what they need to look out for. And I want to say a thank, thank, thank this opportunity to thank Claudia and Diane for this wonderful opportunity to be with uh, the masses and expand our awareness and our knowledge and make authentic heart connections because life is amazing to have the courage to have an open and balanced heart. Open means the courage to open and make connections and share love, spread the love. The balance is discerning that nobody gets to walk on it so it doesn't get abused. And that is, again, our beautiful experience of free will. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, I apologize. We had some technical difficulties there. (laughs) Um, So we're halfway through the show. And, gosh, time has just gone by. But I wanted to tell everyone to visit... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, to visit Giselle at G-M-A-Jolly, J-O-L-L-Y, at a abalancedbody-mbs.com, or you can also reach her by phone, area code 210-380-1773, 
And if you live in the San Antonio area, you can find Giselle at the Metaphysical Gathering. And I wondered if you would like to tell us a little bit about uh, your new venture, the Metaphysical Gathering. Well, Gladia wanted me to um, speak to all our um, the people who have joined us this evening. So I gave them the opportunity already to talk about that. Um, so it's a venue that's open for the community. Its purpose is to give resources to help people find whatever it is they need. So the vendors are there to serve the community and to bring enlightenment or healing or whatever it is that they're looking for. As I mentioned, the holiday season's around the corners. Some of the vendors have beautiful crafts that are, you know, and so there's all kinds of opportunities to find whatever it is you're looking for that can serve you with your growth and as you continue to grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. Well, and I apologize if you went through that already. I lost total total communication so I could not hear anything that was going on Mm -hmm. Uh, so tonight Giselle is offering based on your birth signature your birthday which emotions and or body system you need to pay attention to health wise but first let me give you a brief lineup of our shows this week on International Angels Network tomorrow Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern November 14th is Angel Talk with Sue with Sue Broom Then Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, November 15th, Walking with Spirit with Dr. Ruth Anderson. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, November 17th, is Angelic Light with Susie Parrott, and she will be talking about angels amongst us and free mini-readings. And then Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern is Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell, and she will be returning January 5th. No show on Sunday excuse me, the 18th, and no show on Monday, the 19th. And then join me back here next Tuesday, November 20th, for uh, Angel Guidance with Love and Mini Readings. So you can connect with me on our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E. If you want to know more about working with me, you can go to my website, at dianemorgan.com or message me on Facebook at Diane Morgan Angel Navigation. Uh, also, you might want to check out and take a look at our new International Angels Network Spiritual Entrepreneur Membership Program. And under the membership tab on our website, and this is where we help you grow your tribe with tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual business like how to work and utilize social media for your business, plus uh, get an IAN web page and you're listed in the IAN directory, plus you get a spot as a uh, sponsor for one of our shows where we advertise your business on air during that show and on the website. We offer ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide and not just angel practitioners. So you no longer have to go it alone. And that's at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash membership. Uh, Plus on our website you can learn all about our hosts and their events like Sue Broom. Uh, She currently is offering a course. And this is a free mini course called Memories Shared with Your Loved Ones. And, you know, our memories are always there for you and your loved ones. And this course gives you an understanding. Plus, there are two downloadable meditations to be enjoyed over and over again. And she has other courses coming. 
So to sign up, you can go to empowerment for the number four you dot com or Sue Broom B R O O M E dot com. So also check out Unite in the Light with Susie Parrott and myself, where we are offering a course January 2019. So you can start the new year out and change your life with the angels. <clears throat> uh, let's see. If you also, if you want to be a guest on our show, fill out the short form on our website under the guest tab. So our lines are open. Give us a ring at one five one six four five three nine one six two. Press one to get in the queue. And if you're listening on Blog Talk, you can Skype for free. Hit the Skype button. Also press one to get in the queue. So we have a caller, Jay, from Canada. Hi, Jay. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine, Diane. How's it going with you? Oh, things are great here. How can we help you? Yes, I've been listening to your show and uh, listening to uh, the great wisdom of words that uh, Giselle was speaking about regarding um, you know embracing your emotions. Um, my question is, about embracing emotions, I just wonder how does it um, go with grief? Like, you know, because I find that grief is more of a lot of tangled emotions that happen all at once. Like we don't have like one emotion at one, like one emotion when we have grief. It's like a whole bunch of them. And I'm just wondering, Very true. how do you how do you hand, handle that if it's just <laughs> how do you embrace emotions instead of just you know emotion? <laughs> Well, first of all, let's look at the fact that if we have trauma, and trauma comes in many forms, as we know, and when that trauma involves grief, it's a whole spectrum of emotions. So it's like looking at a wave coming at you or a tsunami instead of little ripples, okay? So you have to give yourself the opportunity and the time to experience those. Yes, they can knock us down. And yes, we can feel sometimes like we're drowning. But one of the biggest things when we are in places like that, and I'm going to grab what Diane said that I want to bring attention to, is we make the mistake of isolating ourselves in times of intense emotions, especially grief. And Diane said, there's resources. We don't have to go with it alone. One of the things I learned in Dr. Wiseman's training, and I had a private session with it, and even I was a victim of that. I allowed myself to be the victim that if I'm in pain, I have to go in the closet and be all by myself. But I've come to realize that is not the case. I can choose to reach out, and it takes courage. But, you know, sometimes it just needs to have someone. They don't even have to say anything. They just need to be there for you. And when you're ready to talk, they're there for you, you know, and it can be more than one person. But we have to give ourselves the opportunity, not be so hard on ourselves. Trauma happens. We're not going to get over it overnight. We have to give ourselves the opportunity. And unfortunately, trauma often brings a lot of things from the past. So we're not just flowing with the current trauma. But the past is also being resurrected to be dealt with also. So the key is don't, don't, don't go at it alone. Reach out. That is the key. We just tend to want to lick our wounds privately, you know, or not air our laundry. But, my gosh, really, we've all got life experiences. 
And it's a matter of finding the resources, finding the hearts that are willing to stand by us while we're flowing through this one day at a time. And sometimes it's 10 minutes at a time. But if you survive the next 10 minutes, then you can go on to the next 10 minutes. It's called baby steps. And and also I would like to interject in there, Jay, that there is no time limit for grief. That's right. Each person goes through it in their own process, in their own time. Someone may be saying they're over it, they're okay in a couple of years, and then you've got someone that 18 years later, they're still grieving. So it's an individual thing. Very much so. So is fear. So is fear. You can't say your fears are less than mine. Everybody's experiences are unique to themselves. Hmm. Uh, I find that um, uh, I know some people are really stuck in grief, um, decades and decades or even that. I just wondered, uh, what is that from? Is that because the, the emotions haven't been dealt with or they, people haven't gone through the emotions and embraced them? Or what could that be? That is exactly, there. well, there can be multiple things. One is they're, they're shutting down because it's too hard to deal with. So, yes, the emotions haven't been dealt with. Also, sometimes they look that they're the victim to what just happened. And when, as long as we're in that mode of victim or as long as we're not willing to, to, to deal with something, we're stuck, plain and simple, you know. Um, I had a veteran who was completely emotionless. And after a first session, the first emotion that the, that the veteran, ex- you know, expressed was shame. And I'm going, awesome. You've just put your first foot on that ladder. And now it's a matter of... <laughs> You know, going up that ladder. There's no, there's no random order to emotions, but they have to be felt, and that's not easy. And if we go at it alone, that's even worse. So, how do you feel the embrace, or what you call embrace? But how do you feel the emotions? Because we offer you, well, for myself, I, I get angry, and I just feel really, you know, you know, hot, and just my heart just gets really angry. It's just like well, angry, mm-hmm. but it gets warm, basically. So is that a way of expressing emotions or just just letting it when, be? When, be you a, feel, uh, when you feel the anger, when you feel the anger, do you feel yeah. powerless? Uh, well, I just feel, I don't know, I just feel really, uh, I don't know what the word is, um, hot, angry, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how so that. Okay, so we're pay attention to where are you feeling it in your body. Okay. Okay. So it it all it all depends on what is going on with you. That's why it's 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 not something that we can just hey this is this is how you go through grief. This is how you go through anger. This is how because everybody's mm. experience is so unique. Okay, and right. there's no right or wrong way of feeling it or connecting with it. The question mm. is is all right. So you're feeling hot and you're angry. The question is, is how are you going to redirect it and do something with it? It's what you do with it. So if you're getting angry, what can you do that's going to change the situation to make it better? Does that make Mm. sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with anger, but we become powerless if we don't if we don't deal with it. And there's nothing more self-destructive than us feeling powerless. And it's, it, it breaks our self-worth, our self-esteem. 
And that's the whole point is to regain our power and not, not allow these emotions to, to stagnate us and to paralyze us. And they will, and they do. But there is a way out. Mm. Okay. Okay. Did you, want to, did you want to look at uh, what uh, body systems that you need to pay attention to as far as on an emotional level, health-wise for yourself, Jay? Sure. Thank you. All right. So if you want to do that, and would you be willing to give me your birthday? Yeah, March 24th. And the year? 1964. 64. Oh, you're a young little thing like us. <laughs> All right. So, He's a youngin. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So March twenty fourth, correct? Yes. And sixty four. All right. So for you, when you're under pressure, Mark. All right. Ah, now I understand, man. Man, I understand you. Okay. So you under pressure. What is at play with you is liver and gallbladder. Okay. So you want to take good care of the things you eat. The liver likes bitter things. So take it, do things to embrace the liver. Do a detox Do or just do a herb. Go slow. The thing is with you is under pressure or what we call your emotional self. Anger is actually an asset for you, Jay. And anger, and I know that because I've learned to embrace anger as a tool. It becomes a, a rocket propeller fuel for me. And it may, it motivates me to do something to make to, to to make a change. You know, I got hurt. I go in my office. I feel it. What do I want to do with it? I redirect it. I came out with a report on essential oils, for example. Okay, and it was like, wow, where did this come from? In other words, I used the fuel. I redirected it to create something better with it. And often we're mm. angry because often we're angry because we don't own our power in that moment. Because someone said something and we didn't say something back. And sometimes we have to hold back, but we need to go back and speak up. Okay? Or we feel we don't have the right to say something, but we get angry when there's been some kind of imbalance or injustice in in the experience that we have. But for you, your inner child, anger is actually an emotion that you can really work with and you can really embrace and to redirect the energy of that emotion to make a change for something better. Mm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. And what I, right now is I want to use anger. Um, I do something creative. Absolutely. Or, you couldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because this is where, that's your purpose. You are, your purpose is wisdom. And the opposite of wisdom is fear. So as you embrace anger, you're going to find that wisdom and step away more and more from fear. And more and more, you're going to attract less experiences of um, injustices in your life. No, Remember, nobody betrays us. We can only betray ourselves. Because with betrayal comes shame and guilt. All right? And if you didn't perpetuate the experience, then shame and guilt don't belong to you. Therefore, give betrayal back, and you will have attracted experiences in your lifetime more than others for betrayal. Just give it back to them. Look at the experience and see how it made you feel. Embrace those emotions and say, fine, 
I get to I get to choose and give that give shame and give back to where it came from. I'm going to embrace these emotions. I'm going to move forward. You're here to create, and you're you're here. You have the gift of being able to tap to your ancestors and their guidance. So you know. So you don't look at anger as a roadblock. Use it as a bridge to get to the other side to something better. Mm-hmm. Use it as a fuel. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jay. Thank you so much. It's great wisdom today. Thanks so much for sharing for both of you. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. Thanks, Giselle. Thanks, Diane. Have- Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jay. And next we have Emily from Canada. Hello. Good evening. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi, yes, Emily. Uh, How are you? Oh, all right. Just um, been kind of sad because I wanted to know if I could put in a request for Ricky healing for my daughter. She's had to go in for two blood transfusions in a matter of uh, less than two weeks. Mm. Hello? All right, so what you're requesting is uh, healing energy and prayers being sent to, uh, towards your daughter, Emily? Yes. Okay. All right. Now I'm getting a, a lot of uh, echoing Inter- on Emily. Yeah, me too. And a, lot of in, a lot of interference in the background. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on behalf of your daughter, Emily, we can put that out there, that all those that are open to prayers and all those that are open to energy work, what is your daughter's name? And, and uh, she's in a lot of negative energy. Her boyfriend uh, keeps uh, her boyfriend's family are just really awful people. You know they're trying to include me on stuff all the time, and they're bringing my name in all the time. But I don't really care. They can do whatever. And uh, I kind of got upset with on the weekend. But what can I say? Uh, Emily, what is your daughter's name? Her name is Sherry. 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 Yeah. All right. So so we can put that out there. We can call on to those who can help Sherry. But what about you, Emily? Well, I had a good cry. Like, her boyfriend's sister keeps on instigating and playing victim all the time, you know? Well, you know, Emily, the thing that we have to remember is we have absolutely no say, no control over other people's journey but our own. So even though Terry is your daughter, you have to remember that it is her choices and her journey. And all you can do is love her for it uh-huh. and support her the best way you know how. So I'm going to come back to you. What do you want for yourself, Emily? This is where we become healthy selfish. But first of all, I want my daughter to um, to be well health-wise. Like she's um, to try and get better. But for myself, I want peace. I didn't hear that. I want peace and happy peace. Peace in okay. my life. Okay. okay. So 
you need to be in that heart space. All right. To, and ask but for also, peace. Uh, but also uh, financially, financial, financial well-being. That's what I'm looking at more than anything. Financially okay. stable. Well, unfortunately, fear fear stops us from making the steps we need to make in order to change our lives, uh-huh. whether it's on an emotional level, whether it's relationships, whether it's, you know, monetary, a job. So you need to look around you, Emily, and see what is stopping you from moving forward and creating the change that you need. Focus on you more for a while. Mhm. What is your date of birth, Emily? If I can ask. Uh, January twenty-sixth, uh, sixty-five. So January twenty-sixth, sixty-five. Is that correct? Yep. Mhm. Okay. So let's let's see here what we can look at for you, health-wise. Sixty-five. Correct. January twenty-sixth, sixty-five. So health-wise. You're you're like Jay. You have to pay attention to that liver. Emotionally, you are here. First of all, you're going to attract experiences of being the doormat. So you've got to make sure that you don't let people walk all over you. And you have to be able to embrace anger and work with that. Okay? It's the same thing with Jay. Anger is, can actually be an asset for you. Okay? But you have to honor your heart. And you have to learn to ask for help and, and learn to say no and allow your daughter to walk her path. So you need to watch out for the liver and gallbladder. Hello? Okay. Did we, is it just me and I you? Guess we, I guess it is. I guess we lost Emily. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully she, well, hopefully she heard us. Yeah, yeah. And, Giselle, we're just about out of time this evening, so I wanted to thank you for joining us. Do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share with us to keep in mind? Well, we need to remember the most powerful emotions other than love is fear. It's not the nerves, it's the mind. It doesn't want us to change. It's going to do whatever it needs to do in order to stop us. So we can ask ourselves, do we want to let it control us? So we can look it in the eye and say, I see you, I feel you. You don't get to choose. You don't get to control me. Our inner holiness knows what is best, and we choose to accept and listen to its guidance. So we can look at fear in the mirror and kiss it hello, embrace it as another experience. We can grow and evolve. We can even have sex through the culmination of an orgasm with fear. Let it become our friend. We know it well. We can dance intimately with it. And as we embrace fear, it will lead us or you into our best life ever. Thank you, Giselle, and thank you all for listening. Thank you, Diane.